somebody like he was like asked me like if I had court side seats to like a game would you want to go with me like a basketball game and I was like I, honestly no the first thing that comes to mind for me is like I don't want to get hit in the face with a basketball <laughs> and I told What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Gentrification, a podcast chronicling the process whereby the character of two urban black girls turned women are changed by adulthood and societal norms moving in. We sip cocktails while improving our understandings and attracting new views, typically displacing current narratives, morals, and values in the process. I'm Gloria Dean. And I'm Sunny Carter. Let's get gentrified. On the rocks today, we have the McBride Sisters Black Girl Magic Rosé. The rosé presents with aromas of raspberry and orange blossom with delightful acidity and a mouth-watering fresh stone fruit and citrus palette. It's going to pair well with a grilled fish, grilled chicken, charcuterie board with soft cheeses, or even with like some chocolate covered strawberries. Um, you know, charcuterie boards are the thing right now. Like people love those. I actually have one that, uh, well, cutting board that's shaped like a bottle of bubbles, and it says prosecco Ooh. on it. And I am just waiting to make a charcuterie. Maybe when you come back to town, we need to do that. Yes, I love it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we can drink some McBride Sisters Rosé because you haven't tried it yet, right? No, I haven't tried it. It's on my list. Yeah, so maybe we can plan on doing that the next time you come back to town. Yeah. All right, so is it time for our check-in? Yep, let's head in that direction. All right, sis, what is new in 2022? It's a new year. Yes, happy new year. Um, This is an exciting year like it's starting a little slow but I'm not complaining because I just know that it's just so much good to come this year but today isn't even about me it's about you right okay today is my birthday (laughs) it's my 30th birthday birthday. yeah death to my 20s I'm officially out (laughs) I'm officially in auntie mode. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to everything that this decade is going to bring for me. I'm excited about turning 30. Yes. Well, congratulations. Um, I know this is going to be an exciting year for you. We're already seeing how 22 has been rolling in. And I'm loving it. Like, it's like I said, parts of it is a little slow, but I am so like open and hopeful to all the things that can happen this year, that will happen this year. Yeah. So far, January has been pretty chill of a month. I mean, compared to last January, this January has been really nice. <laughs> so, I... I'm down for it. I think this is going to be a great chill year even number years tend to be kind of chill hopefully hopefully you know the economy doesn't crash but one can just pray and hope 
Right? And we can only do so much. Just focus on one thing at a time here. <laughs> All right, so let's move into our agenda. Today's article is titled Love Languages. What are love languages in Africa from theblackshome.com? And it says, in 1995, Gary Chapman authored a book called The Five Love Languages. This book pretty much explains the five ways to express and receive love. Chapman argues that if a couple does not share the same love language, they could risk feeling unloved and miscommunication. And learning your partner's love language is the first step to addressing communication issues. So let's jump into what those love languages are. Uh, you want to do the first one? All right. So the first love language is words of affirmation. Um, words of affirmation is about expressing affection through spoken words, praise, or appreciation. So when someone's primary love language is words of affirmation, they enjoy kind words and encouragement. They also enjoy uplifting quotes, love notes, and cute text messages. Um, you can basically make their day just by complimenting them or pointing out what they're doing well. So before we get in the next, it's something that I just want us to think about is one, can we change our love languages over time? Do our love languages change over time? And then two, can we have more than one love language? I feel like the second one is pretty straightforward. But as I listen to your definition of words of affirmation, I'm like, I feel like at a point in my life that that was me. So um, the second one, the second love language is quality time. And for those who identify with quality time as their love language, love and affection are expressed through undivided attention. This means putting down the cell phone, turning off the tablet, making eye contact, and actively listening. Make sure that the eye contact um, is present and affirm what they are saying and refrain from offering advice. So, you know, this is just sitting there, being in the moment, just taking it all in. Yeah, I think I like quality time. I definitely feel like spending time with my partner is important to me. Um, and as much time as possible, but like since it's like never, I've never lived with a partner. I've always had like, you know, different relationships, like we live separately. So it's like when we are together, that's like our time to be together because we're not always together. And then when we're not together, you know, I spend time with like family, friends and other things, other people like that. But me and my partner, once we are together, we kind of go off and be like reclused. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, um, that's something that I'm experiencing now that's been really interesting, just learning just to spend time with your partner. And it's, I mean, I, I don't think that I'm a boring person, so I'm always like, let's try this, let's do this. Like, you know, even if we're at home, I feel like I can make the, the time interesting. So I think that's, that's an important one for us. Okay, so the next love language is acts of services or acts of service. For acts of service, a person feels loved and appreciated when someone does nice things for them, such as helping them with the dishes, running errands, vacuuming, or putting gas in the car. 
They love when people do little things for them and often can be found doing these acts of service for others. I think this is my love language. Like, yeah, I love that one. And I mean, I'm always like, babe, you can wash the dishes. Or when he does wash the dishes, I'm like, oh, man, this is the best day ever. So (laughs) acts of service definitely has to be high on my list. Um, I love when we just to me, that really shows that unity, that teamwork that, you know, you have with your partners. So I, I really enjoy acts of service. I really think that's that's one of that's high on my list. Yeah, for me it's just more I just get stir crazy just sitting around not doing stuff. So like when I do hang out like or I do go visit someone, like if they're off doing something else and I'm just like chilling, like bored or something, I'll like fold their laundry or something or like, you know, organize some stuff because I'm kind of nosy but also like OCD about it (laughs) so (laughs) it helps me with having like you know that being a love language I can just be like you know an act of service that's me showing love (laughs) that's funny um so the next one on the list is gift giving and gift giving is symbolic of love and affection for someone with this love language, they are they treasure not only gifts itself, but also the time and effort the gift giver put into it. Oh, so, uh, yeah. This every time you read one, it's like I see parts of that <laughs> in my life. So um, the gifts, I feel like as I've gotten older, that's something that I'm really like starting to you know, appreciate more. And it's not really what the gift is, but just that that moment of appreciation in exchanging that that gift, that symbol. So yeah. I love gift giving. I feel like this is like one of my universal love languages, not just with a romantic partner. I feel like I do this with my friends and like my family members. Like I like to send people like a care package like once a year because I went to camp. And so getting a care package was like the fucking shit. Like (laughs) when you're at camp and you get a care package, there's nothing better. Like, and it just has like such a conglomerate of all of your favorite things, like a little bit of candy, a little bit like Mad Libs, some coloring stuff, stationery. Like we just had all this random stuff. So I like to collect things over the year and like, or over a few months and then just send like my friend a friend like a random care package of just stuff that I feel like they would love like one time I found this like anxiety journal and one of my friends is like gets anxiety when there's like thunderstorms and shit so I like send her a care package with that in it like and wrote her a note like this is for when there's thunderstorms since like we don't live across the street from each other anymore like <laughs> that's sweet I like that that's cool though yeah, so I love the gift giving thing. Like I like to get gifts, but I pride myself on being a good gift giver. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and then the next love language and the final one is physical touch. A person with this love language feels love through physical affection. Aside from sex, those who have physical touch as a primary love language feel love when their partner holds their hand, touches their arms, or gives them a massage at the end of the day, for example. So, I think that's one of my partner's love languages. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where my mind went. 
Um, I do enjoy physical touch. I wouldn't rank it as high as the others, but I definitely agree with you that for my partner, this is like, you know, one of his top, top love languages. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, every partner that I feel like I've had in the past or present, I feel like all my partners have always liked physical touch. And I'm not that big on physical touch. Like, I'm not huge on PDA. Like, I hate it, honestly. I really dislike PDA. Um, (laughs) I like things, like, low-key and just between us. Like, even if I want to get, like, even with, like, gifts and stuff. Like, if I want, I love flowers and I want flowers. But, like, just bring them to me. Please don't get them delivered to my office. I'd be mortified. Like, (laughs) I don't need all that attention from my coworkers. And, like, uh, No. Like physical touch. It is cute. I okay. As a recipient of flowers in the office before, I'm definitely like, oh, especially if it's unexpected. Like that. That's the best. Like one hundred percent. Like amazing. Um, as far as physical touch, I feel like that's um like you were saying a way for my partner to really express their love language like and I I enjoy it I don't use it so much to express mine but um or it's not at the top of the list when I'm expressing my love language but when they express theirs that is definitely how he expressed and I like okay this is cute I enjoy (laughs) Yeah, honestly, one of the things that I was, like, kind of going through when I was learning about the love languages, I was like, okay, like, are these the ways that I feel like I'm supposed to love people or the way they're supposed to love me? Like, is my love language how someone loves me or how I love someone else? And I guess it's, like, kind of both. It's both, yeah. Yeah, I definitely um, feel it from both ways. Like, you know, there's things, like you were saying, that you like to do for others that really express your love and then there's things that you like to receive from others that really you know you where you can feel that love and appreciation and so um i it's hard that's why i asked that question in the beginning about can it change over time or um i know people typically have more than one but I know acts of service is high on my list. I really feel like words of affirmation used to be a big thing for me. I do, you know, I'm really into, you know, affirmations now and I have them all over my space. But yeah, um, we post them for the pod too on Instagram. Like we do daily affirmations. Like I definitely think self-talk, like getting yourself pumped is nice. Yeah. Like, but like, I don't, I mean... I guess if a guy is telling me about, like, if a partner is telling me about, like, myself and they're speaking praise or words of affirmations to me, like, it kind of feels good. It's not necessary, though. Like, shit, I pump myself up. Like, I give myself words of <laughs> affirmation. So, like, if he's not doing it, I'm not like, well, why don't you affirm me? Like, why don't you praise me or tell me how much you appreciate me? I'm like, eh, I know I'm shit. Like, when it comes to certain <laughs> stuff, like, exa- like, like I said, gift giving. When I give a person a gift, I'm like, I know damn well you're about to enjoy the shit out of this. Like, because it's dope. It's cool <laughs> as fuck. Like, 
It's just certain, like, when I cook, when I bake something, like, I know you about to, like, love this caramel cake because it's fucking good. Like, what? Yeah. There's no way, like, and if somebody compliments it, I'm like, yes, thank you. I'm glad someone appreciates it, but I don't need anybody to tell me that it's good because I'm just like, it's all gone. So, obviously, it was good, like. And I feel like quality time is another one for me for, like, expressing my love. Like, when my, especially when I think about um, even beyond my relationship, uh, but with my family and those relationships, like, my family is just like, we just want you here. We just want you in the space, like, just to be present. And, you know, sometimes we'll talk and then other times we just enjoy just the company of one another like at that moment because especially with all the moving around that i do it yeah so these are it's it's so interesting um we we start off at one spot you know with words and then it goes all the way to touch and it's really just interesting to see how one person you know feels that love that way and then expresses it and it may be the same way or a different way, but at the overall, we're just communicating how much we appreciate each other. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool that he came up with like five different areas of showing how you can like communicate with love because I think yeah. it's like hard for people to really break down what communication really means. So like having an outline of the different types of communication that's out there, like kind of a baseline for it is pretty dope. Um, I've always appreciated the five love languages. I've always thought that my favorite love language was going to be gifts, like as far as like getting them myself. Because <laughs> I just always all. did. But like I can't really, I honestly can't say that that is like a love language of mine. Like I don't really, I like to get gifts, but like it's not that high up on my list as much as like other things, like quality time and like, acts of service like I don't know but like I like to give gifts but I don't necessarily care about like how often I get them but when you do give me a gift you know I expect it to be nice like I don't want I don't want just like something like you know what I'm saying like it gotta be good you're not a it's just the thought that counts kind of person you want it to be an intentional gift like you know yeah. this was on a list of things that I gave you to pick from <laughs> exactly all right, so All right. we can kind of take a little break and then maybe jump into African love languages. Okay, so jumping deeper into this article from Um, I chose this one because it talked about the traditional five love languages, but it also goes into how there are different ways of expressing love across the continent of Africa. So they go kind of through different countries and some of their traditional ways of expressing love. So uh, the first one is South Africa. And so they're saying in South Africa, when a female has an affection for a male, she makes him a yucas. That may not be how it's actually pronounced, but I'm going to say yucas. Um, it's a love letter made from bright and colorful beads. Um, and the beads, like the different colors of beads represent different things. So like black represents marriage and rebirth. Yellow represents wealth. Um, pink represents promise, high dignity. Red represents love and strong emotions. White represents spirituality and purity. So depending on what tribe they're from in South Africa, 
they make these yukas with different color beads that kind of expresses their likeness for a man. Um, and sometimes the man may not understand what it means, but apparently it, then the burden is placed on his sister to like explain to him what the beads mean. So it seems interesting, I guess. It's not something that I feel like, I mean, maybe I would do it. I feel like we, this just goes back to us being family oriented. So, you know, maybe the guy knows, maybe he doesn't, but somebody around him will be able to like, you know, enlighten him to what's going on. This one is okay. I, I mean, I love jewelry. I, I, I would love if it was a ring. <laughs> but I, I'm down for beads. Um, and just, you know, I love the fact that the colors represent something as well. So that's cool. So the next one on the list is Kenya. And it says, in this part of the country, a woman proves her love to her husband by giving a relative of hers to him for marriage. The relative can be a junior sister, cousin, niece, nephew, you name it, as long as they are related in one way. That's right. You heard me. As long as they are related in one way, the person is right for her husband. And it says that this is interesting um, because before the, the author knew of this cultural practice, um, he had to do some research and it's really about the fact that if a woman is dying from a chronic disease, she will ask her younger, um, you know, sibling to take care of the kids and the husband. And, you know, that I understand <laughs> the the culture around it and wanting to to keep that family unit as tight as possible i don't know if this <laughs> would be on my list um and it says another interesting love language of these people is that for a man to prove he loves the wife he should beat her so the just things that are happening in kenya is a little different for me I'll just I'll just say that, um, but um, I I don't think it has to go to to the beating or the hitting stage. If if we can preserve that family unit without you marrying my sister, I think that would be the option that I would go with as well. So what what are your thoughts on that one? Huh. Obviously, I'm not down with the whole beating thing. Domestic violence is never okay. Like. Yeah, not honestly, and like this is somebody who used to be a little bit wild back in the day. Like, definitely, probably had a few like toe to toes with some partners in the past where I'm like, do it, do it, try me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely don't condone domestic violence. And like, I don't think that that I don't understand where that idea comes from. Like, I was reading it, and I guess like for me, it's just like there's no. There's no explanation. Like, he's beating me because he loves me and he wants me to change so that we can remain together versus, like, us being, like, divorced or something like that. It's just, like, he wants me to act right so that we can stay together. And that's, like, why he, that's, you know, why he beats me because he loves me that much. Mm, no. No. Pretty we, much I hard mean, no for me. 
we just talked about so many other ways to express that love <laughs> and beating was not on the list yeah so physical touch was not like that <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all <laughs> um and then also like the the whole thing about like giving us uh a family member to your husband i feel like there's like a housewife on salt lake city that this happened to like she is married to like her step grandpa like and it was like after her grandma or great grandma or whomever it was that was married to this man died they had promised her to him and it was like well known that she was gonna take over the role of like being his like wife as this like as his other wife was dying who was like her grandmother or whatever but like he wasn't her grandpa he was her step grandpa so like people are doing it in america and black people too because they're black so that's different i mean not anything i would do like i love my brother-in-law but i don't want to marry him at all like he's a cool dude he's really nice (laughs) like if something were to happen to my sister i would definitely help him out like but i definitely don't think that requires me marrying him yeah i i'm not we're not there yet maybe if i understand it a little more but still at this moment i just i can't (laughs) okay so that was kenya uganda theirs is like the gift that keeps on giving um (laughs) so first it's like when you like a girl the first thing you should do is play a song for her um with a Uganda's with Uganda's violin. I don't know what that is or how it looks, but that's the first step. And then like I guess they expect her to reject you and it's like if she does not agree to it, you do a dance performance. Um and like um if that still doesn't work, then you basically call on your friends and like I'm not going to try I am going to try to pronounce this. <laughs> You got it. Oranyiji? Okay. I guess we're going to come with it. Oranyiji? <laughs> That's the dance. Um, the man must show he's an excellent dancer and singer in order for the woman to accept his love. And so, like, in order for her to let him know after he's went through all these um, hoops in order for him to know if she like actually accepts his love to show that she will accept his love she will let him uh wear a waist bead while kneeling or something like that. i don't understand this because waist beads are hidden but um yeah it says she will let in wear her a waist bead while kneeling so i guess she gives him one of her waist beads and then after that they both dance together and that's the dance of acceptance. That's that's a lot of love. That's just expressing. I I told you earlier today when I first read this, a flash mob came into my head. I know it's not exactly like that, but I mean, the expression of love is really there. Like, I and I'm not upset with it because the man is showing his talent, his skills. You know, so much time it's about what do you bring to the table as the woman, but no. Sir, show me what you got. Like before I even say yes, I want to make sure that you you have some skills. 
I feel like, you know, for me, it's a little bit much. Um, <laughs> again, with the whole, like, low-key about it thing, like, I like to think, like, I sometimes get in these moods where, like, I'll be talking to my partner or one of my partners and be like, you know, like, why don't we have, like, our pictures on Instagram together? We should have a joint Facebook account, like, but it's just like, I'm just talking shit, because in real life, I would never ever want that like it's like a tiny piece of me that wants it for a second and then I realize like what that comes with and I'm just like no man no like so a guy following me around singing playing an instrument dancing (laughs) calling on his friends to join in on the dance like and it's like when I think about my partner the friends that he would potentially call on and the dance that they would potentially be doing I don't even know like mm. I can see it's like more of a Chris Brown yo for you, like in that video. <laughs> yeah, nightmare. Again, a nightmare. He's following her around, like, and just telling her how beautiful he's. It's like, thanks for the gesture, but like, just ask for my number on the low and let's go about our day. Like, no, I mean, some people really love grand gestures, like, grand gestures and expressions of love and I mean I I fall like in the middle I I like it for it to be an intimate moment it doesn't need to be a lot of people I like to have family around sometime but I mean if we're in a hot air balloon that's okay too it can just be me and you like <laughs> it doesn't always have to be such a large expression I'm not somebody that expects that or um, I guess we want that all the time. I was just expressing to somebody like he was like asking me like if I had court side seats to like a game, would you want to go with me like a basketball game? And I was like, I, honestly, no. The first thing that comes to mind for me is like I don't want to get hit in the face with a basketball. <laughs> and I told him I literally was like, you know, take one of your brothers or something, or like one of your friends, like. When it comes to me and you like take me on a hot air balloon ride where it's just us like let's go on a picnic yeah. like let's not like i don't need anything like kiss cams all that kind of stuff like uh <laughs> i just really would rather not have to be involved in any of that stuff like people make a fool of themselves they they do and i can't i can't deny it but it's also it's cute and it's romantic and for people that are those types like you know they like all of that I guess they want to be swept off their feet with love yeah I mean I'm not anti-love I'm not anti-sweeping someone off their feet I again I think romantic gestures are cute but like for me it's just like keep it cute and quiet like, <laughs> let's not make it into a, like, like a flash like mob would be Ray. a nightmare. Yeah, Issa Rae is a perfect example. Got married in the cut, like you know, in France. <laughs> didn't like release photographs. People didn't even know she had a boyfriend. Basically, they're like, right? "Whoa, she's married." Is this real? <laughs> right. And like, not only does she have a boy, a husband, but like, she's like married. Like, this man exists. Like, who is this? Like, right. what's going on? Like. I'm trying to I'm trying to get like her. Though. Yeah. It was so cute. I loved every part of that. Yeah, I'm trying to get like her. Just like sneak it on in and just all of a sudden pop out with my ring on. And I was like, Oh, you got married? Yep. 
That's all. That is the perfect debut in my mind. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about the relationship getting to that point. But if we're going to tell the world we're together, it's going to be a ring and a wedding to let the world know. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that would be my way of sharing it with the world. Yeah, I think that's the best way for the world to find out. Honestly, it's like when we are locked and loaded in, like, right. I mean, divorces exist, of course, but, like, you know, I feel like being locked and loaded is the best way to go into, like, being like, all right, now we can announce this to the world and maybe put up a few pictures, like, I'll make you my Man Crush Monday, I guess, now, like, every (laughs) blue moon. All right, so for the last country, we have Nigeria. And in Nigeria, because of the diversity of cultures, the author says that he cannot give an accurate tale as regards to the love language. Um, But there are some practices that uh, the author has picked up from his parents. And he says, um, such as if you are a hunter, they would bring some bush meat for the lady and shower her with nice words. Um, if she's interested, they go to the stream, sit under a tree, a big fruit tree, away from the eyes of others. Um, they do this at intervals until the man makes his intentions known to the girl family. And so I thought this was cute. I'm not sure about the whole bush meat thing. Like, I'm a little up in the air on that part. Hey, bring but it. This... If you want to bring me some meat, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> like, bring... I remember in college, I was, like, hanging out with these, like, uh, what were they? Not SIGTAL. Like, they were, like, some agriculture fraternity. But anyway, we were all just chilling in a living room. It was, like, a big group of us. And, like, one of the guys just bust through the door. And he's like, anybody want some deer jerky? I just finished making my deer jerky. You want some? And I was like, I've never had deer jerky. He's like, oh, you got to try it. You must try it. I was just like, okay. It wasn't that bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but I've, I've had my share of meat from the country. You just don't know what 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 is what. Just plain and simple. I mean, it's all right. If you season it well, it tastes better, but some of it is just... I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I would hate to find out that I've eaten like squirrel or something like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that's what I'm saying. You get to this table and it's full of meat, but nothing is chicken, and so you get a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, I've never had like like deer is as gamey as I've went. I've never even had rabbit. I remember my uncle was like, "Oh, what was it that he had? Maybe it was rabbit that he cooked," and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, I've I've had some rabbit. It, I mean, nothing. No part of it sticks out to me except the the outdoor, the gaminess, the gamey taste of it all is what you remember more than anything. And it's just like you cook this for how long? So, I mean, people love all of that stuff with rice and gravy. And the gravy does make everything taste better. But <laughs> if I have a choice, just just give me some chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the bush meat thing. I'm, I'm half and half with it. I'll be honest. Like, if it's a good steak, 
mean, this is like the is cookout where you guys, you you know, make a, make a store run or sneak off in the corner just to connect and talk. But it, it's cute. And if, if he's really feeling it, he has to tell the family, like, it's not her duty. So it takes a little bit of pressure off of her. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I think overall that one wasn't bad. No, no. Okay, so our affirmation for today is I attract positive events and opportunity into my life. I attract positive events and opportunities into my life. So I like this affirmation because it's right my birthday and like I think of that as like my new year so I think of that as like a good opportunity to like have a fresh clean slate and to attract positive events and opportunity in my life so that's why I chose this affirmation I thought it was a good one to start off the new year with our first episode of the season Um, what do you think about it? Um, I think this timing is great as well because I am embarking on change as well. And I think that this will help me to keep myself open to what's going to come and know that that good things can happen for me. Awesome. Hey guys, it's Gloria. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Gentrification in 2022. Don't forget to like us and review us on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at gentrificationpod and email us anytime at gentrificationpod at gmail.com. Bye.